Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful, the final messenger by Dr. Naji Al-Arfaj. Muhammad, may Allah's blessings and peace be upon him, son of Abdullah, was born in Mecca around the year 570 CE. He became known by his people as Al-Amin, the trustworthy. When Muhammad reached the age of 40, the angel Gabriel came to him bringing revelation. At first, Muhammad was instructed to invite his immediate family, including his wife, to Islam. It was revealed to him that he should deliver Allah's message to all humankind. For the rest of his life, he communicated this message to others, set an excellent example, and was a perfect role model for humanity at large. In the year 632, Prophet Muhammad, may the blessings and peace be upon him, departed this world at the age of 63. Prophet Muhammad, may God's blessings and peace be upon him, is called the seal of the prophets. As the final prophet, he was sent to confirm all the truth that had been revealed before him, including the original gospel of Jesus, which is different from today's gospels. The glorious Quran testifies that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah and last of the prophets. Chapter 33, verse 40. Confirming the link between Jesus and him, Prophet Muhammad promised, If a man believes in Jesus and then believes in me, he will get a double reward. He also stated, I am the nearest of all the people to Jesus, the son of Mary, for there was no prophet between him and me. These prophetic sayings show us how Muhammad honored Jesus. May God's blessing and peace be upon both of them. Later, I will discuss a prophecy that Jesus made in the Bible about the coming of Muhammad. May God's blessings and peace be upon both of them. Prophet Muhammad's Distinguished Personality Muhammad, may God's blessing and peace be upon him, from the time of his childhood and youth, through the years of his prophethood and up until his death, had been recognized by fair-minded people throughout history as a special and noble personality with a unique character and morals. He was merciful, honest, sincere, kind, and humble. Every detail of not only his public utterances but also his private life has been authentically documented and faithfully uh, preserved up to the present day. He was a prophet, a messenger, a religious teacher, a social reformer, a moral guide, a leader, a statesman, a faithful friend, a wonderful companion, a devoted husband, and a loving father. In his booklet, Muhammad, the Prophet of Islam, Professor uh, Ramakrishna Roya, calls him the perfect model for human life, observing the personality of Muhammad, it's most difficult to get into the whole truth of it. Only a glimpse of it I can catch. What a dramatic succession of picturesque scenes. There is Muhammad, the prophet. There is Muhammad, the warrior. Muhammad, 
the businessman, Muhammad, the statesman, Muhammad, the orator, Muhammad, the reformer, Muhammad, the refuge of the orphans, Muhammad, the protector of slaves, Muhammad, the emancipator of women, Muhammad, the judge, Muhammad, the saint, all in all these magnificent roles, in all these departments of human activities, he is like a hero. Prophet Muhammad's Distinguished Personality Historically, during a short period of about 23 years of his prophethood, Prophet Muhammad, may the blessing and peace be upon him, changed the entire Arabian Peninsula from paganism and idolatry to submission to the one and true God, Allah, from tribal quarrels and wars to solidarity and cohesion, from drunkenness and debauchery to superiority and piety, from lawlessness and anarchy to disciplined living and life, from utter moral bankruptcy to the highest standards of moral excellence. Human history has never known such a complete transformation of a society before or since. And imagine all these unbelievable wonders occurred in just over two decades. Prophet Muhammad and the world's scriptures. While it is outside the scope of this booklet to, de to deal with or detail all of the prophecies and other religious scriptures that foretell the coming of Prophet Muhammad, I should mention that Muslim scholars have documented uh, them in the Christian, Jewish, Hindu, and Buddhist scriptures. Indeed, references to Muhammad and other scriptures is a very interesting topic that has been thoroughly discussed in many books, articles, and websites. In his wonderful book, Muhammad in the Bible, Professor Abdul Ahad Dawood, formerly the Reverend David Benjamin, notes that the Bible foretells the advent of a prophet who is like unto Moses. We read the following words in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 18, verse 18. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and I will put my words in his mouth. If these words do not apply to Muhammad, then they remain unfulfilled. Jesus himself never claimed to be the prophet alluded to. Jesus, according to Christian beliefs, will appear as a judge and not as a law giver. But the promised one has to come with a fiery law in his right hand. Deuteronomy 33, chapter 33, verse 2. Muslim scholars assert that this prophecy applies to none other than Muhammad because Moses and Muhammad are alike in many ways. Their names begin with the same letter. They are alike in their normal births, marriages, missions, and normal deaths. Both were prophets, rulers, leaders, and statesmen, and both brought a fiery law. On the other hand, Jesus is unlike Moses in his birth, mission, and end. Jesus did not, did not get married, nor did he rule his people or fight wars as Moses did. It is worth mentioning that a prophet from among their brethren means a prophet from the brothers of the Israelites, namely the Ishmaelites, who were the Arabs, not from the Israelites themselves. 
In the existing version of the New Testament, Jesus prophesizes the coming of another comforter, declaring, and he shall give you another comforter. John 14, chapter 14, verse 16. Jesus is also quoted as saying, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me. John chapter 16, verses 7 to 14. So, who is this other comforter who is to come after Jesus? Muslim scholars state that only Muhammad, may the blessing and peace be upon him, completely fulfilled Jesus' prophecy for many reasons. To mention some, Jesus' reference to another comforter cannot mean the Holy Spirit. Many Christians believe in a trinity consisting of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. According to the Bible, the Holy Spirit was there before and during the mission of Jesus while the Comforter was to come after. Muhammad came to warn people against sinning and to command them to be righteous. He was a ruler and a judge with the law in his right hand. Muhammad guided people to the ultimate truth concerning the one true God, the purpose of this life, the hereafter and eternal life, and many other truths. Muhammad informed us of things to come through the many prophecies and miracles given to him by the one who sent him, Allah. Muhammad was a prophet who did not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. John 16:13. He was the instrument through whom God revealed his word, the glorious Quran, which he recited in the name of Allah. The Bible prophesied that he shall speak in my name. Deuteronomy 18:19. In fact, the chapters of the glorious Quran are preceded by the phrase in the name of Allah. The glorious Quran states in the name of Allah, the most compassionate, the most merciful, by the star when it descends. Your companion Muhammad has not strayed, nor has he erred nor does he speak from his own inclination. It is not but a revelation revealed. Chapter 53, verses 1 to 4. Additionally, Muhammad and the glorious Quran indeed exalted Jesus. In his honor, Muslims like to name their sons Isa, the Arabic name for Jesus. Furthermore, when the Jews asked John the Baptist who he was, he denied being Christ or Elijah or that prophet who are you and he John confessed I am not the Christ and then they asked him what then are you Elijah and he said I'm not are you that prophet and he answered no John chapter 1 uh, verses 19 to 21 again Muslim scholars argue that Muhammad is the one referred to 
in this biblical text? Are you that prophet? And he answered, no. So who is that prophet? It clearly does not apply to John the Baptist, nor to Jesus the Christ, as John himself testified. At this point, a wise, honest, and sincere seeker of the truth should objectively ask, who is that prophet? Who is the true prophet that came after John and Jesus, conveying their original message about the one true God alone? He is Muhammad. He is Muhammad. May the blessing and peace be upon him. Excerpts of what well-known figures have said about Prophet Muhammad. A great deal of literature has been written about Prophet Muhammad. May Allah's blessings and peace be upon him. Below are just a few statements from well-known figures. Lamartini, the famous historian, asked, If greatness of purpose, smallness of means, and outstanding results are the three criteria of a human genius, who could dare to compare any great man in modern history with Muhammad? Lamartini concluded, As regards all the standards by which human greatness may be measured, we may well ask, is there any man greater than he? In his book, The 100, a ranking of the most influential persons in history, Michael H. Hart stated, My choice of Muhammad to lead the list of the world's most influential persons may surprise some readers and may be questioned by others. But he was the only man in history but he was the only man in history who was supremely successful on both the religious and secular levels. He hard concluded that hard concluded that it is this unparalleled combination of secular and religious influence which I feel entitles Muhammad to be considered the most influential single figure in human history. In his book, The Genius Islam, Sir George Bernard Shaw wrote, I believe that if a man like him were to assume the leadership of the modern world, he would succeed in solving its problems in a way that would bring to this world much needed peace and happiness. Shaw added, he was by far the most remarkable man that ever set foot on this earth. He preached a religious, founded a state, built a nation, laid down a moral code, initiated numerous social and political reforms, established a powerful and dynamic society to practice and represent his teachings and completely revolutionized the worlds of human thought and behavior for all times to come. Mahatma Gandhi explained, I became more than convinced that it was not the sword that won a place for Islam in those days in the scheme of life. It was the rigid simplicity, the utter self-effacement of the Prophet, the scrupulous regard for his pledges, his intense devotion to his friends and followers, his intrepidity, his fearlessness, his absolute trust in God and in his own mission. Young India Newspaper Wolfgang Goethe, the famous European poet, believed that he is a prophet and not a poet, and therefore his Quran is to be seen as a divine law and not as a book of a human being. 
made for education or entertainment. The Encyclopedia Britannica, Volume 12, cited a mass of detail in the early sources show that he was an honest and upright man who had gained the respect and loyalty of others who were likewise honest and upright men. Muhammad is the most successful of all prophets and religious personalities. Thomas Carlyle stated in Heroes and Hero Worship how one man single-handedly could wield warring tribes, how one man single-handedly could wield or wield warring tribes and wandering Bedouins into a most powerful and civilized nation in less than two decades. The lies, <coughs> Western slander, the lies of Western slanders, <coughs> which will meaning zeal has heaped, which will meaning zeal has heaped round this man Muhammad, are disgraceful to ourselves only. <coughs> John Spicito, a university professor of religion and international affairs, director of the Center for International Studies in the College of the Holy Cross, and founding director of uh, PABT, Center for Muslim Christian Understanding, George University, or Georgetown University, USA, pointed out in his book, Islam, The Straight Path. Muhammad was among those great religious figures, prophets, and founders of religions whose remarkable character and personality inspired uncommon confidence and commitment. His phenomenal success in attending his phenomenal success in attracting followers and creating a community state that dominated Arabia could be attributed not only to the fact that he was a shrewd military strategist, but also to the fact that he was an unusual man. Muhammad's followers found him righteous, trustworthy, pious, honest, and compassionate. He clarified that Muhammad was not the founder of Islam. He did not start a new religion. Professor Ospisito stressed this fact. Islam brought a reformation. It was the call once again to total submission Islam to Allah and the implementation of his will as revealed in its complete form one final time to Muhammad, the last or seal of the prophets. Thus, for Muhammad, Islam was not a new faith, but the restoration of the true faith. <coughs> Beautiful prophetic sayings. Below are some examples of the prophet saying to give you a taste of their beauty and sweetness. A good word is charity. A sincere smile is charity. The best of you are the best in character. Removing a harmful thing from the path road is charity. The best aspect of faith is patience and tolerance. When asked which aspect of Islam was best, he replied, Feed and greet both those you know and those you don't know. Moreover, the Prophet Muhammad, may Allah's blessing and peace be upon him, said, The compassionate one, the compassionate one, God, has mercy on those who are merciful. If he show mercy to those who are on the earth, he, he is in heaven, he is who is the one in heaven will show mercy to you. None of you truly believes. None of you truly believes until he none, none of you truly believes until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. He who eats his fill while his neighbor goes 
to bed without food is not a believer. The powerful is not he who knocks the other down. Indeed, the powerful is he who controls himself in a fit of anger. God does not judge you according to your bodies and appearances, but he scans your hearts and looks into your deeds. The best of you is he who is best to his family, and I am the best among you to my family. The best of you are those who are best to their women. The best of Islam is to behave with gentleness and tolerance. The best people are those most beneficial to other peoples. These are just examples of the Prophet's wise, wonderful, and golden, and golden sayings. Prophet Muhammad also practiced what he taught. His dealings and behavior towards others reflected his special and unique personality in his morals, mercy, honesty, sincerity, kindness, truthfulness, humbleness, generosity, forgiveness, patience, tolerance, and many other virtues. The stories and evidence of the Prophet's magnificent and personal attributes are too numerous to mention here, so let us take just one example. After his Meccan opponents rejected him and his message to of Islam. After his Meccan opponents rejected him and his message of Islam. After they persecuted and mistreated him, trying to kill him many times. After they tortured and killed many of his followers and loved ones. After they fought him and his companions, driving them out of their homes and seizing their properties and land. How did Prophet Muhammad, may Allah's blessing and peace be upon him, treat these enemies or those enemies when he entered Mecca and liberated it from idolatry and paganism? In the wake of this numerous victory, in the wake of this momentous victory for the Prophet Muhammad and the Muslims, at the climax of their joy, rapture and happiness at coming back home to the sacred city of Mecca, Prophet Muhammad gathered together the Meccans who were afraid that he would harm or even kill them in revenge for their past abuse and killing of Muslims. Muhammad asked them, What do you think I'm going to do with you? They answered, You are a generous brother and the son of an honorable brother of ours. Then the kind, tolerant, generous, and merciful prophet forgave them. He announced, No harm will come to you. You may go. You are free. Have you ever seen such a scene? Have you ever heard such a story? Can you sense the prophet's mercy? Describing this unprecedented historic event, Professor John Esposito stated, Issuing vengeance, issuing or eschewing vengeance, and the plunder of conquest, the Prophet instead accepted a settlement granting amnesty rather than wielding the sword toward his former enemies. For their part, the Meccans converted to Islam, accepted Muhammad's leadership, and were incorporated within the Ummah, the Muslim community. In contrast, are you aware of the atrocities committed by various superpower nations throughout human history when they unjustly attacked, invaded, and tortured others? The more we discover about Muhammad's life, the more we come to realize his excellent conduct and character, and that he was sent as a mercy to the world. Quran chapter 12, sorry, chapter 21. Quran chapter 21, verse 107. 
Prophet Muhammad said, I have been sent to perfect the noble traits of character. Confirming this fact, Allah tells him in the Quran or in the glorious Quran, Indeed, you are of a great moral character. Quran chapter 68, verse 4. Are you still curious? If you are curious and interested in discovering more information and details about Islam, please visit our website, www.discoveritsbeauty.com. Feel free to email your questions or feedback to info at discoveritsbeauty.com. Useful, some useful links, www.allahsquran.com, www.quranexplorer.com, www.islamhouse.com, www.edialogue.com, sorry, edialogue.org, www.islamreligion.com, www dot new muslim guide dot com and remember that this booklet is uh, one of the booklets in a series uh, in in a series of seven booklets and remember the testimony of faith is the gateway to islam it states i testify that there is no god but allah and i testify that muhammad is the messenger of allah in Arabic, it reads, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. This is the testimony of faith that one needs to say or pronounce in order to embrace Islam. It sums up the truth, beauty, and simplicity of Islam. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.